This is the Bible News Prophecy Program, bringing you news and analysis of world events in the light of Bible prophecy. The following program is brought to you by the Continuing Church of God. For the Bible News Prophecy Program with Dr. Bob Teal. Dr. Teal, Matthew 24, 14 says the gospel of the kingdom of God will be preached to all the world as a witness to all nations before the end will come. What work is the continuing church of God doing to help fulfill that prophecy? Well, in addition to radio and other things that we're doing, one of the things that we're doing is actually getting our English language booklet, the gospel of the kingdom of God, translated into more and more languages. As a matter of fact, now we have over a thousand languages of dialects that this particular book has been translated into. Based on what we've been told, we expect to have at least hundreds more in 2024. This is something that people should rejoice about. If you go to the book of Acts, chapter 15, starting in verse 2, we read that Paul and Barnabas, when they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, they described the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy to all the brethren. So the fact that we're able to reach more Gentiles and Israelites because we've got information in the gospel of the kingdom in more languages should cause great joy to all the faithful Philadelphian Christian brethren. Well, I agree with that, Dr. Teal. It's rather obvious. So what's your point? Well, there's critics who aren't pleased with us. When we've started to mention this, some of them say that uh, we should spend 200 times more per hmm. translation that we're doing, that we're wasting money by being so efficient, that we're being financially scammed, and that uh, ties and offerings are being wasted in order to do this. It would be more efficient to use uh, Google Translation or something like that. But the truth is, yes, we're spending less, much less than our critics think we should be spending on it. But that shows that we're being extremely cost efficient with ties and offerings. Hmm. Yeah. Only those who don't want to accept Jesus's commissions in Matthew 24, 14, which you mentioned and other places of the Bible, or are not joyful when others are being reached, would want that to come to the conclusion this is a waste. Now, even if the people doing our translations have been using AI or various software, doesn't mean we're being scammed. We've been using them off and on for years. They've always uh, delivered what we asked for, and we pay them what, what they agreed to. We're not being cheated. Now, the Bible teaches in 2 Timothy that Christians are supposed to be prepared for every good work. And it's the Philadelphian Christians that Jesus praises for their work in uh, the third chapter of the book of Revelation. He doesn't praise the other uh, end time churches there. Now, we are going through the door that's open to us to reach people. And that's what Philadelphian Christians are supposed to do, according to Jesus's words in Revelation chapter three. Are these critics contributing financially in any way to the production of these books? No. Do their criticisms offer any constructive suggestions? No, like their Google one, for example. Uh, there's several reasons we don't use Google Translate. Uh, one is they don't have enough languages to do. That's one restriction. Uh, the other is when we've had to try to format things ourselves in terms of languages. You've got languages that don't write, read from uh, left to right, but from right to left. Mm -hmm. And that messes up. Right. And you've got different types of characters. Instead of our Latin characters, there's like Hebrew, there's Arabic, there's Hindi type like characters, etc. And it's much more efficient for us to have them translated and formatted. And all we have to do is 
upload them. And again, we tried to do some of this stuff a long time ago, but found it's more efficient to use this outside source for that. Could these translations have any issues? Yes, because many, most of our translations have been translated by people who don't have a Church of God background, mm -hmm. but they're still uh, readable. However, I believe the Bible prophesied translation issues and understanding issues. For example, the book of Isaiah, chapter 28, verse 11, God had this written. For with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people. So I believe having language issues was prophesied. And I'd like to read another version of Isaiah's statement from the New Testament. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, starting verse 21. It says, it's written, with, the men, with men of other tongues and other lips, I'll speak to this people. And yet for all that, they won't hear. So from the New Testament, by the way, we see the prophesy, it's prophesied that other languages would be used. And we, the Continuing Church of God, have done this we're using more languages than any church of God we've ever heard of, has ever done. And in the Old Testament, in Daniel chapter 11, verse 33, it says, And those are the people who understand will instruct many. In order to instruct many, we need to have things in many languages. And I think preparing for that is part of the short work of Romans 9, 28. Now, you read Matthew 24, 14. Matthew 28, starting verse 19, Jesus gave... Uh, another part of the commission. He said, go to you therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teach and observe all things I've commanded you. And this involves reaching people in different languages. You know, Matthew 24, 14 and 28, 19 are the major commissions of the faithful church. And for Philadelphian Christians, the fill, by the way, means fraternal love or affection, which includes reaching others uh, with information on the gospel, the kingdom of God, to all we can reach. So why do online critics even care? Well, Satan doesn't want people to be reached in other languages. Uh, and the apostle Paul wrote about Satan in 2 Corinthians 2, Satan, we're not ignorant of his devices. Well, trying to cast doubt on God, his word, his ministry, his people and his faithful church is something that Satan and his associates do. That's one of the reasons why the book of Revelation says Satan is the accuser of the brethren. And sadly, throughout church history, many have succumbed to Satan's ways. Well, even though the entire Bible has, has been printed in many languages, it has been my experience that God doesn't initially call people through reading the Bible. His initial calling seems to come from a word fitly spoken, as quoted in Proverbs 25.11. How does your book fill that need? It explains the gospel in a way most haven't uh, considered. Now, in Romans 10, verse 14, the apostle Paul wrote, How then shall they call on him who they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him who they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? Well, I would add, how can they hear if they don't understand the language? But what about minor languages? Are they unimportant? Uh, no, they're all important. Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 14, there are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them was without significance. Therefore, if I don't know the meaning of a language, I'll be a foreigner, if, or vice versa. Well, obviously, there's languages people don't understand. 
But since all languages, according to the word of God, are significant, we need to be getting the gospel out in more than one or two languages or 20 or 30 languages. And I mentioned about Philadelphia and Christians supposed to love others. Apostle Paul in Galatians 6, verse 10 said, we're supposed to do good to all, especially those in the household of faith. And having materials in many languages helps serve all, as well as those who are in the household of faith. Can you give us an example from the Bible where God called people of different languages? Yeah, the beginning of the New Testament church, Acts chapter 2. The disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak in other tongues, and other people heard things in their own languages. And you can read about that in Acts 2. Now, God could use a hearing miracle like that again, but Scripture doesn't show that he did. And as far as God and translations go, the Word of God, the Bible, actually has the word translated 13 times in the Bible with translations within it. Since nowadays, moderns, people don't really know ancient Hebrew, Aramaic, or Koine Greek, at least not very well, or not as good as those people did. Most of us need translations to understand the Bible. And people need help understanding the Bible. You go to Acts chapter 8, you can read about Philip went, ran over to this eunuch who was reading the prophet Isaiah. And he said, do you understand what you're reading? Now he had a Bible. And the eunuch said, how can I unless someone guides me? And having literature in various languages helps guide people to better understanding. And having people all languages is prophesied. For example, in the book of Revelation, chapter 5, verse uh, 8, 9, talks about redeemed to God by the blood of Jesus out of every tribe, tongue, people, and nation. And in Revelation chapter 7, we find out there's going to be a great multitude, which no one could number, of all the nations, tribes, peoples, tongues, standing mm -hmm. before the throne and for the <clears throat> Lamb. And in God's kingdom, the book of Daniel says, Jesus was given dominion that all people's nations and languages should serve him. So it makes sense to have stuff in multiple languages. And the Apostle Paul himself communicated multiple languages. Now, Jesus said to the Philadelphian Christians in Revelation chapter 3, he says, he, to the church of Philadelphia, he is holy, he is true, he opens, no one shuts, shuts, no one opens. He says, I know your works. I set you for you an open door. No one can shut it. If you have a little strength, you've kept my word. You haven't denied my name. What do these verses mean when they talk about an open door? Well, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 2.12 that there's an open door to preach the gospel. Okay. And Luke wrote in Acts chapter 14, verse 27. Now, when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that God had done with them and that he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. The Bible is very clear. The open door is proclaim the gospel. And I believe that God has opened this door to, for us to develop literature in over a thousand languages so we can go through the door of faith to the Gentiles. Didn't your predecessor, Mr. Armstrong, already fulfill that open door prophecy? He went through the doors that were open for him, but he said that the church is supposed to go through those doors until it's, it's basically just before the start of the Great Tribulation, it goes to a place of safety. Now, his church did have 
materials in multiple languages, but more like dozens, not hundreds or thousands. And the old radio church of God said that blindness happened to Gentiles, excuse me, happened to Israel until the full number of Gentiles were to be converted in this age come in the kingdom. While having materials, multiple languages are needed for the full number of Gentiles to be converted in this age. And the full number of Gentiles scriptures in uh, Romans 11.25. John the Baptist prepared the way for the first coming of Jesus. The Philadelphian faithful are preparing for the second coming. And since mm -hmm. these Gentiles have to come in, we need stuff in other languages. And this is something that people should be working with and supporting. Who Jesus said in uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And then verse 33 said, seek first the kingdom of God. Yes, we spend tithes in offering treasures to reach and support people around the world. And hopefully those who are listening to this believe you should do that type of support. Never before in the history of the Church of God has any group made so many languages, dialects, of the good news of the coming kingdom of God available in anything close to a thousand plus languages. And again, we plan to increase it even further. Is the continuing Church of God walking through that open door in ways other than printed material? Oh, yes. We have uh, personal contact. We visit places around the world. We just recently uh, implemented our uh, Bible News Prophecy uh, International online uh, radio site, which is for multiple languages. We also are on the radio in uh, different languages in Africa, uh, the Philippines. Uh, we're doing all kinds of stuff in the Spanish language, and uh, we've got a multimedia page, by the way, that shows all the types of things that uh, we're doing. Now, if you want God's kingdom to come, which is what Jesus said to pray for, people should support what we're doing to reach as many people as a witness. But, of course, Satan and other critics don't want you to do so. They want you to turn aside or delay your support. Jesus warned the Philadelphian Christians to let no one take your crown, and that includes critics. Having materials as many languages is something that we need to do in the end times. Hopefully, like Christians in the book of Acts, you too will rejoice in the steps we're using to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. And we expect to have at least hundreds more languages in 2024. Thank you, Dr. Teal. For more interviews with Dr. Teal, in addition to written as well as audio articles, visit our website at BibleNewsProphecy.net. This is Steve Dupuy for the Bible News Prophecy Program. This Bible News Prophecy Program was sponsored by the Continuing Church of God. For more information, including access to our free literature, visit BibleNewsProphecy.net or www.ccog.org.